Welcome to Disrespectfully Agree with Oatman and LJ. I am LJ Cross from me, Mr. Oatman. I am Oatman in the building, baby. Les filles, les garçons, les garçons et les filles, c'est fait pour vivre ensemble. C'est normal, oh, qui soit d'accord, regarde anormal. Take a look this week at A Simple Favor, directed by Paul Feig, Written by Jessica Scharzer, starring Anna Kendrick and Blake Lively. We'll start with some general impressions and then dive into spoilers, let you know when that happens. Brief description from the IMDb's. Stephanie is a single mother with a parenting vlog who, by the way, side note, have you heard the word vlog in like a decade? No, I haven't. It was weird. It's like they just didn't want to say YouTube. Yeah, I thought it was odd. It, it, It seemed like it was some kind of copyright thing. Yeah, maybe. I said, we don't want to give Google any money. Back to business. Stephanie is a single mother with a parenting vlog who befriends Emily, a secretive upper-class woman who has a child at the same elementary school. When Emily goes missing, Stephanie takes it upon herself to investigate. Stephanie, she's the uptight one. That's She's played by Anna Kendrick. And then there's the cool lady, the cool mom, played by Blake Lively. And then intrigue occurs. Oban, what'd you think? It started real good for me. I really liked the start of the film. Yeah. But I just felt as it went on, it, it turned just, into. It just lost the handle. It just got weird. I mean, whenever you know you start bringing in, <laughs> and I mean it has about three endings to it. It just got a little weird. Spoilers for the <laughs> thing. Sorry, I apologize <laughs> on the spoiler tip. But there, I, it just it got weird for me. I, I thought it started well, and I liked the initial setup. And I think the characters are very likable. I think the, I thought the acting was pretty good. They're a little uh, broadly drawn. Well, yeah. Like I said, I, I think they're good in the sense that I think that's how they're directed. It's sure. A, yeah. It's supposed to be this. I mean, it's it almost is it almost borders on farce. You know what this felt like? It's a film noir directed by Paul Feig. <laughs> like that guy. You know, he's he's got kind of comedic. He's a kind of silly. He makes, you know, silly comedies like Spy, I think, is him with mm-hmm. the. He look, works with Melissa McCarthy a lot. I did not see the latest Ghostbusters film. I, horrid. I've heard things. It was horrid. I got gotcha. you. I like Paul Feig, but this material, I feel like he's trying to stretch, but he can't stop being Paul Feig. It's, it's bright. <laughs> I mean, it is. The characters are. Like especially by we get by the time we get to the end, I'm just like this is silly. This is just a kind of silly. These characters are silly. Are in the wrong movie. But here's the thing: it's not bad. It, it, no, it, you know what? It had the feel of um, one of those kind of silly movies you used to watch on the weekend. It's like that. It's like a. It's a. Silly I never movie. watch silly movies. <laughs> On the weekend, sir. Well, like, I was a big Superhost fan. I don't know if you had that in Philadelphia, but there was this guy, and he would put on these really kind of schlocky kind of movies sure. that were not like first-run movies. They were the kind of movies that if you would go to a drive-in, this would be the movie that came on, like, at the very beginning. That was a throwaway before mm-hmm. the real movie started. This is it, better than that. Not too much better than that. I mean, it, it's that. I mean, it just has I'm better. I'm thinking, like, Joe Bob Briggs, what's his name? Who would- kind of has a f- I mean, it's... It's in that really the only thing the only difference is it has a bigger budget I guess so it it's has got, it has it's got better actors it's got better budget. actors and better stars who make you believe it it has funnier moments but the script itself is really one of those kind of scripts and and I'm not saying that's bad I you know I had a I'll tell you what I was never bored 
Yeah. It, it was entertaining. It was funny. And you had good actors. Uh, Blake Lively's outstanding. Yeah, she she surprised me here. You know, I've not seen her in a ton of stuff, but when I have, I've never been. I mean, she's been fine. Yeah, she was fabulous. But she's great here. She's grab. She's great in here, chewing up the scenery. She had something to really, you know, dive really dig her. Yeah, whoever, into here. whoever the black cop was, the the husband. Was yeah, he was fun, appropriately good looking, and and I like the lead. I'm not sure about the husband. Yeah, he was. You know, he's a good looking guy, and yeah, I, th- sure. I, I think he was strictly there. <laughs> He's to, a prop to kinda. be good looking. Like, yeah, that's all. His, there was and be British. Yeah, and be British. That was his only function. He did that well. Sure. And I thought and I thought Kendrick was good. I thought she she's was, good. A little bit, you know, Paul Feige. Yeah, a little bit know, over, a little bit cartoonish. Definitely a little cartoonish. Uh, but it was okay. It was like a nice. It's a it's a movie. I suggest you go see on a Saturday night with your wife or your husband. It's a date movie. It's fine. Yeah, it's yeah, enjoyable it's like, enough. It's like popcorn. It's light. You this, won't. Re, you this won't is re- one we we rarely agree on this, but this is one where it seems we agree. Is like, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. You, you won't remember that. it the next day. <laughs> try to try to track down the plot the next day. I still don't. I mean, it, it goes back and forth, and this is a. Yeah, then, well, like, it, it, that's where it's a that's where it gets into like the film noir yeah. um absurdity, like the modern day film noir. Like I, I think back to Wild Things, yeah, where at, even during the credits, they're still trying to explain what the hell happened. <laughs> they they're still doing vignettes, you know, during the credits. You remember that? Yeah, I do. they're still doing like explaining yeah. what the hell was going on. Like still, there's three or four scenes still yeah, it, during it, the credits. You're like, what the hell was this movie? And then they got this weird <laughs> vlog thing that makes no sense that they keep popping up in the middle of the film. Well, I, I get. What do you mean it doesn't make sense? It I get why it's there. You do? Yeah. Okay, explain it to me slowly. Ew. And use small words. Okay. Why is that I mean, there? Right. There. No, that's too long. Hold on. <laughs> it was... Um. I mean, what's it, it was? It was a way. It was a framing device. It was. It was what she does. She's a stay-at-home mom, and this is how, and it displays her character. But it's also. No, I get that. I get that. It's a framing device. I just don't know why it's. Well, it's how she gets her tips, you know, on in breaking uh, the case, and it's how she communicates with Blake Lively's character. Yeah. Um, okay. without communicating with her directly. I, I mean, I guess it was just. It was weird to me. It was like. It, or I'll put it this way. It did not feel like a vlog or a, a well, YouTube uh, video. YouTube channel. It, it felt it's, I mean, that's the thing here is like, it's too good to be, that's what I'm saying. It, 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 to be a YouTube channel. It didn't, it didn't <laughs> feel like that to be. Uh, uh, if you're saying it doesn't feel honest, sure. Like, but, <laughs> but this movie does, isn't honest. I mean, it's, this is not portraying this humanity. Is, that's a fair point. But here's the thing. Like in the rest of her life, they're, Portraying her kind of as this bumbling kind of character. So then in the the midst of that, we get like these slickly produced, well-framed, extremely well well shot. Well, that's the only thing she's good at. I mean, Uh, mean, look at the dinners she makes. When it comes to to doing mommy stuff, quote unquote. I can get get that she's good at the mommy stuff. But talking to people, not so much. But she's good apparently at video production. Sure. Because I mean, it looks like it looks like a TV show, yeah. Like with a cast or stuff. And it's well lit for sure. It's well lit and shit. Does. I mean, I was like, this just feels weird. Why is this here? Like, I'll, I'll almost give you the first one, but it's one of those few things, and I rarely say this. You know, that could have kind of went away. 
That's the, that's it. <laughs> it didn't bother me. I don't know. It, yeah, I mean, it it, it didn't bother. I'm, I'm basically nitpicking. It wasn't awful, but it just was weird. I was like, why is it there? So, in any case, the uh, that's our general reactions. We might as well. We're well into this thing. Let's jump into spoilers, just in just in case we're gonna get more specific here. Warning. And, and I think we might because something occurred to me. Speaking of dishonest storytelling and just kind of absurd moments you got the guy from book of mormon musical in here he's the uh i assume he was a gay stay-at-home dad or something oh yeah yeah wasted totally totally uh, wasted character and he shows up he's not a character he's not you're right he is a device he he is a device he's a caricature and he shows up at the end to save the day for no reason. For no reason. Out of no, like he turns into it's a not murder. Consistent with his character. No, and he he just he straight up tries to murder that woman. <laughs> like he's saving the, like this. Yeah, I get it. She's holding a gun. It makes no sense. It makes. But no he sense. just straight up tries to murder her with his vehicle. Like what? It makes no sense. What? It makes totally no sense. The whole ending's a just. But I mean, really, his whole character makes no sense. No. Throughout the whole film. He's just, it, I mean, uh, that, it makes no sense. it's the equivalent of, it's like the, he's the new Sarah Silverman. Yeah. You know, who, back in the day, who was just like, that's the, the, you know, the funny, you know, bitchy girlfriend or whatever. It's, it's a mess. Uh, it, the complications of the thing that there's, especially somewhere around the middle, like she's going on this whole quest and, and the intrigue kind of gets thrown out the out the window, just like all right, whatever. I, well, nobody in this nobody in this film reacts in any kind of realistic way. No, like there's a romance that happens here where she starts in with her. It makes no sense. Well, I I get. It. I mean, <sighs> it makes no sense. They set it up. It's everything she ever wanted. You know, it's the house she wanted. It's yeah. uh, she loves his book. Yeah, but why does he want her? Exactly? That's true. I don't know that. I mean, <laughs> I mean he, no offense, but he's like he, he's a Blake I mean, Lively guy. That all he's of a sudden, clearly, you know, he's clearly under Blake Lively's spell, who's just a monster. <laughs> but dynamite in the sack. Exactly. She's tall, <laughs> long legs, and so no, he, he is and sad. he's clearly in love with Blake Lively. Like that's Absolutely. that's that's his thing. And then we get. Anna Kendrick, who's who's you know great, yeah, ugly sweater wearing, kind of, and great with her with his son. Yeah, it just makes no, it just doesn't feel. But but again, you're right to to expect it is foolish. It just feels so dishonest. It was like I remember I remember when it happened. I was like, huh, that's interesting. That's but, a very dishonest moment. Yeah, and by the time Blake Lively punches Book of Mormon guy in the in the in the crotch, I'm just like, oh right, this is. That's what's wrong here. This is a Paul Feig film, and he's got the wrong material. Well, it, it just seemed it seemed like a good, a really good B movie. And yeah, it, and it just is apologetically a big movie. I mean, somewhere Corman is smiling because it's just one of those kind of. Uh, it's too good for Corman production wise. Production wise, only in production. Production wise, yeah. that's where that's what I'm saying. It, yeah, it looks too good. It's, it's basically an experiment. What would happen if you gave Roger Corman a Hollywood budget for real? What would it look like? And this is it. This is what it would look like. Uh, schlocky material with actors who are clearly better than it. And it, and it comes out that it's a, it's a decent Saturday night film. It, it's entertaining. Uh, yeah. Uh, 
you'll forget it right afterwards. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think I'd, I'll watch this again over Death Race. Well, I, <laughs> I think I might watch my own death over Death Race. Okay. That's Corman, isn't it? Death Race? Yeah. I, think I assume it is. Everything is. Yeah. All right. So it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's, it's fine. I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I was out with the wife. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, I would, I'm not going to watch it again, nope. but it's fine. All right. There you go. And right. with that. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Check us out, disagreepodcast.com. We're on the Facebook, the YouTube. Oh, yeah, we're on the YouTube. Uh, I'm slowly getting those episodes up. It takes a while. We are on the Apple Podcast app. We are on the Google Play Music Store. And tell a friend. Review us. Tell a friend. Help us grow the show. And with that, we will talk at you next week. Bye. Peace and chicken grease. Written by uh, Jess. Eh, it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> I can't pronounce the name, so I just. Yeah. Um, Charzer? I'll say it.